This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Justin, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. Hey everybody, hope you had a great weekend. Welcome in. The Utopia Football Podcast is underway for this week. Uh, Sean Pendergast, one half of Payne and Pendergast, Sports Radio 610. Alongside, as always, my good friend, the Hall of Famer, the General, our senior Texans columnist for SportsRadio610.com and Galleriesports.com, John McClain. And we've got some, I guess, some leftover crumbs from the D'Amico Ryans hiring that we'll get into, maybe a little early Super Bowl week talk. Some for real fugazis that we'll do to lay out some of the storylines going on around the Texans in the NFL as we get you going here this week. We're recording on a Monday, so we've got Super Bowl media night coming up tonight and all kinds of other stuff coming up this week, Super Bowl-wise. But the big news, obviously, in town has been the hiring of D'Amico Ryans. And, John, uh, the buzz from D'Amico Ryans hiring is still going here, and I think it's going to be going for quite some time. It, uh the Texans Twitter account had all sorts of content this weekend. D'Amico is getting out there and seeing the people and whatnot. What's what's been the reaction in your in your inner circle? I went to uh, the TriStars shows collector show at NRG Arena twice this weekend, and it was packed. And it's always packed, but this time instead of just asking about the Astros, people were talking about the Texans. I'm talking about fans that came up to me media out there, some of the guests they brought in uh, to to make appearances and sign autographs and post for pictures. And it's amazing how much people are talking. And they're kind of getting unrealistic. They're saying, well, you know, if Brian Dable could do it for the Giants, get them into the playoffs the first year, then that means that, uh, that D'Amico could get the Texans in the playoffs. I said, well, I would never use Texans in the playoffs this year if you paid me. So that's not something that, of course, is realistic, but it has given people hope. And then Mattress Mac had a thing at his store for about 100 people, and he asked me to speak on Sunday night, and I got more questions about the Texans, all positive, because almost all of them there were big Houston sports fans. And I told them, I told everybody, it's weird to hear people speaking positively about the Texans again. The last time they did was the week after they beat Buffalo in overtime in the wild card game after the 2019 season. But people are pumped. People want to know who are they going to draft. We don't know. They don't know. But, man, it sure makes everything more exciting between now and the draft. Yeah, it does. So you mentioned you were at the TriStar show, and I saw on your Twitter account that you caught up with 
I think a couple of players who I, I would say among current Texan players are among the most popular players on the team. Damian Pierce might be the most popular person in the building over there, uh, at least until they hired D'Amico Ryans last week. Um, and then Jalen Petrie, you caught up with both of them at the TriStar show, both rookies. So I think both fans are hoping they're going to be part of this thing for a long, long time. And Petrie especially stands to gain directly from the hire of D'Amico Ryans, who's you know, going to be the architect of that defense. What did they have to say to you about their new head coach? I wanted to talk to them because D'Amico had mentioned Petrie and how fired up he was to play him, to play coach him. And how he liked him coming out of Baylor and talking about blitzing and stuff. And then I want to talk to Pierce because D'Amico said he wants to own the line of scrimmage and he wants to run the ball and he wants to get the ball in his playmaker's hands. And Pierce is his best playmaker. But the best quote that I used in my column that's on gallerysports.com was from Pierce. (laughs) Nothing to do with what D'Amico said. He said, Anytime you get Nick, me and Nick Casario, <laughs> excuse me, anytime you get Nick smiling, yeah. that's a good sign. He's a guy that doesn't show many teeth, and he was showing all 32 in the interview I saw. Yeah, we were, uh, is a great we, were very, quote. we were very impressed on Payne and Pendergast this morning about Damian Pierce's intimate knowledge of uh, dentistry. Uh, yeah. and, and the exact number of teeth located inside a human skull. I thought that was, uh, thought that was very important. He would make a great, probably um, a great uh, private detective when it comes time to look at dental records of uh, bodies and things like that. He would know the exact number of teeth in there and whatnot. So uh, he, Damian, Damian Pierce has more interesting sayings for a guy who's only like 22 years old than anybody I've ever seen. He's a great talker, and he's going to be better no matter how much uh, they wish he wouldn't talk because he's not controversial. But uh, Petrie, he said it's a blessing to work with a guy like Coach Ryan, somebody who's doing well in coaching but also had a great career. He understands what it takes to be a high-level player. He wants to teach us what he knows. I want to learn from him as much as I can, evolve my game, and get better. And – and he was just going on and on. He said, uh, and then and then Pierce said, uh, I'm going to follow our leader. He pointed out, uh, great coach, great art, comes from winning background, brings another element we need. Assisting me with the Niners, he's talking about McCaffrey and Mustard and, and uh, Debo Samuels who carried the ball sometimes. He said, that can fit in the system. I think we can translate to our offense. And both of them said they'd like to get out and start playing under D'Amico like tomorrow. Yeah, I think, John, he's got everybody fired up. I was getting texts from my sons who are both huge Texan fans, as you know, and literally both of them were, were like, man, I want training camp to start this week. Like everybody I, – I mean, this is probably the first time people have been looking forward to training camp since – John, maybe since like like looking this for, I think we look forward to it every year because it's football, but like literally like chomping at the bit. This is the first time I felt this way about training camp. Like, man, it can't get here soon enough. Probably since the the training camp after Deshaun's rookie year, where we got we we got that little taste of Deshaun for six starts in 2017, and then he got injured, and you could just see the difference between the team with and without Deshaun, and it was so exciting to know that, man, this guy's going to be our quarterback next year. And the training camp was in was in West Virginia, too. You know, for those of us who got to travel to it, that added a little extra sizzle. But this is the last time 
The, the last time I looked was looking this forward to training camp might have been 2018. Mine would be 2019 because they were coming off 11 and five season, and Watson mm-hmm. played hurt and had that nine game winning streak. And it, you know, it should have been after the 2019 season when they got the divisional round, blew a 24 0 lead, but O'Brien had traded DeAndre Hopkins. And so mm-hmm. that was a dark cloud. So it would be before that. And, uh, and that's good. You know, it's going to be good till they play. And then, of course, they need to be better than they were last year. I, we both thought they were going to be better last season than they were the season before. And I'm wondering now, I was talking to Mattress Mac, what do you think the over-under is going to be on victories? And would you take the over? And uh, I'm guessing it'd be like five and a half. Yeah. It was four and a half last year. But um, I'm I, usually I like that time off. Can't wait to get to the combine. D'Amico will be there for interviews. So will Nick Casario. And then I'll be at the league meetings in March in Arizona where both of them will be plus the McNair family. I'm planning to interviews with them. So it's going to be a, a great off season for the Texans. And I guarantee you the McNair family, Hannah, Cal, Janice, they are so relieved to have some positivity for a change. Oh my God. Yeah. Did John, did you see the video on the Texans Twitter account on their social media of D'Amico going over to Janice's house? Uh, no, I didn't know that. I got to send that, that to you. I got to send. I'll send it to you after the after we get done recording. It was, it it was it was moving. It was emotional. Like she in the middle. Obviously, he's very respectful and was really happy to see her and and was thanking her for the opportunity. And literally in the middle of it, she almost broke down. She's like, "I could cry. I just want to cry right now." And uh, it was. What's that? I was going to say, she knows how highly her late husband, Bob McNair, thought about the makeup. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, she said herself, she said, I was always the biggest D'Amico Ryans fan in the world. Other than maybe your mother, I was the biggest D'Amico Ryan fan, Ryans fan in the in the world when he was a player. So so yeah, so she's 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 plugged in, man. Like she was she's she's very excited. She said, We're gonna have a lot of celebrations coming up, and he was he was so gracious. It was really cool. The, the content they've been cranking out over there has just done such a great job of getting people amped up. And D'Amico makes that easy. He's just such an Abs- easy guy to, to like and move uh, for. Absolutely he does for everybody. Yep. No doubt. Um, we got media night tonight at the Super Bowl. John, are you missing not being at the Super Bowl this year? No, Mattress Mike asked me today when he and I shot our weekly video, are you going to the Super Bowl? I can go anywhere I want. I said, uh, no, I went to 42. Truth is, it got to be the content has nothing to do with the Texans, Houstons, Astros. I could sit here and write about them and get a lot more clicks uh, than I could if I was in the Super Bowl writing about the Chiefs and the Eagles. So I'll still be doing it. I just won't be there. And truthfully, Sean, I I just kind of got tired of it. Yeah, and that's why I'm fired up to go to the combine and Astro spring training for ten days, and then, and then the league meetings. But I've, I'm done with the Super Bowls. Would you Would you have gone if the 49ers were playing? If the 49ers were in it, 
then I would have known D'Amico was the coach. And yes, I'd have been there. But even though there's only one day you can interview the coaches, that would have been uh, tonight. Used to be Tuesday media day. Now they've turned it into a circus at night. So I would have gone and I'd have gotten D'Amico and I would have talked to people who played for him and coached with him and talked to them about him. And uh, so, yeah, I would have done that, but I wouldn't have. And yeah, I would have stayed for the game and then talked to him afterward. Yep. Um, the uh, what, What's your early read on this game, John? Eagles are a one-and-a-half point favorite in this one as of right now. What's your, what's your early gut feel tell you? I've been Eagles since before the playoffs. I think they have the best balance on offense. Great running game, really good passing game. A quarterback who's like an extra running back. When they get inside the 10-yard line, Hurts, Hurts runs for a lot of touchdowns. They got dynamic receivers. They got the best offensive line in the NFL. And that pass rush, my goodness, I saw that 74% of their 70 sacks, the second most in history to the Bears of 85 and 86, 74% came with a four-man rush. Hmm. So that means most of the time, Sean, they drop seven guys. I'm guessing they'll play a lot of zone and uh, and hope that they can get to Mahomes before he can find a receiver, especially since he doesn't have his usual mobility for the high ankle sprain. He, he gutted it out in the championship game at two touchdown passes, and he moved around a little bit, but you could tell it's not like he always does. And they're going to come at him from every angle, so I'm going with the Eagles. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. Well, there you go. So yeah, I'm with you, John. I, my, I think the difference is the line play for both. I think if you got a team that checks the green box for offensive line and defensive line, and I'll, I'll include pass rush as part of the defensive line, the Eagles check all three of those boxes with the advantage. That's really, really hard to, to ignore. With just At that point, to me, you just need competent quarterback play, and I would be really tempted to pick you. Jalen Hurts is far more than just competent. He's not Patrick Mahomes. But I don't think he needs to be to win this football game. So I'm with you on that. I like the Eagles a lot in this game. Should be a really, really interesting Super Bowl, no doubt about it. John, before we get into some for real with Fugazis for a few minutes here, just to circle back to D'Amico for a second, what do you expect the the, the next few action items to be that Texan fans are going to hear about over the next coming days? Most important, first of all, he needs to decide if he's going to keep any coaches. The must-keep is Frank Ross, special teams coach. Texans had the best special teams in the NFL this year, according to longtime NFL writer Rick Gosselin, who's been doing special teams grades with a formula for 40 years, and that's the one that teams recognize. And so I would certainly keep Frank Ross, assuming Frank wants to stay. And then they got to get an offensive coordinator. You know, to, uh, Bobby Slowick, who's passing game coordinator with the 49ers, was with Kyle Shanahan with the, uh, Washington and then been there every year since Shanahan's been head coach in 17, he knows D'Amico well because D'Amico got there in 2017. Clint Kubiak, Gary's oldest son, he was the uh, offensive coordinator in Minnesota. Then he was uh, quarterback coach 
uh, in Denver last year. He just interviewed, and he got to call plays near the end of the season because not only did Fire Hackett, they demoted the play caller. And when he started calling them, I think that Russell Wilson played a little better. Yeah. And he just interviewed for the Tampa Bay offensive coordinator job. So uh, it might not be one of those two, but I talked to Kyle Shanahan about D'Amico, and I talked to him about Bobby Slowick, and, you know, he loves him. I feel like it's going to be somebody that knows the Mike Shanahan system handed down to Gary Kubiak and Kyle Shanahan. Each puts their own little wrinkles on there. I think that's got to be the way. D'Amico wants to go offensively. John, when you bring up the name Kubiak, even though it's offspring, it's not actually Gary. I'm sure the the question people have that are listening to this podcast is, would, do you think Gary would be up for some sort of role, not as a named full-time coach again, obviously, but as, a, as some sort of consultant, you know, where he can just kind of swoop in on Zoom calls from the ranch out there and give his input? Yeah, I think get him off the. It's a it's a farm in which he has a tank where he fishes and a tractor that he rides, and I think he might be bored doing that. So what I would do is the same way he did in Minnesota when Mike Zimmer called him, and Kevin Stefanski was the coordinator and the play caller, and he asked Gary if he would come in and kind of work with Stefanski, oversee his special advisor. And it worked so well. Stavansky got a head coaching job with the Browns. I'd love to see him bring Gary back to that. D'Amico definitely needs at least one, maybe two, former head coaches on both sides of the ball, whether they're consultants, advisors, or whatever, because he's going to run into a lot of situations as a head coach, especially on game days that he's not had to make decisions on. And he can – anybody – anybody can use the advice of bit from people you trust who've been there and done that. And I'd love to see it be Gary Kubiak. I texted Gary about it. He told me he'd been sick and he didn't say yes or no. He just said, I'm recovering. And I said, well, I'll give you a few days, but I'd love to see him do that. I think that'd be tremendous. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, John, let's do some for real or fugazis. Uh, that's it for those who are new to the podcast. First, welcome in. We appreciate you listening. Tell a friend, download, hit the subscribe button. As always, uh, for real or fugazi is a segment John and I do each of the uh, each of the Tuesday drops here on the podcast, the first podcast of the week, where I read a sentence as if it is factual. I just read it as if I'm declaring it emphatically, and then John declares, if he th- agrees with it, he says, that is for real, and if he thinks that... I'm off my rocker, and that it is false. He says, Fugazi. Fugazi, which is Italian for counterfeit or fake or phony. So, John, I've got a few of these here, so let's fire away. Um, Nick Casario does not need to be involved in any way on game day. For his own sake, Nick Casario does not need to be involved on game day in any way, shape, or form. For real or Fugazi? Fugazi, I think if he's involved on game day for Bill Belichick and he and Josh McDaniels warned him up there as another eye in the sky, that ought to be good enough here. This past season with Lovey Smith, Nick didn't even have headphones, but he was up there. And uh, so 
it's another set of eyes. It's a guy. It's a guy who's been in the press box for years. And uh, but if they don't, if if uh, D'Amico says I don't need you, he wouldn't do it. But I do think that since he did it for the Patriots and it worked well with Josh McDaniels, I think he should be doing it uh, for D'Amico. And it's not like he's telling them what to do. People, right. people that think he's telling them what to do are nincompoops who have no clue about the way this team operates. He's there if they want to ask him a question, just like. Uh, Romeo Cornell was there in case uh, David Cully wanted to ask him questions. And Romeo was gone this season. He retired. Nick was up there if they needed him, but he didn't have the headphones on, I was told. And so I think you cannot have enough exper- enough experienced eyes. And if he didn't know what he was doing, Bill Belichick wouldn't have wanted him up there. All right, next one. There's two head coaching openings left, John, as of this recording, Indianapolis and Arizona. The hot thing to hire the last couple of years has been young offensive coordinators with zero head coaching experience. For real or Fugazi, we're going to wind up with zero young offensive coordinator, first-time head coaches getting hired as head coaches in this cycle. For real or Fugazi? Now, I think that's for real. I don't think Jeff Saturday's going to get that job because I don't – Greg Chris Ballard, the GM, they've interviewed 14 people. I saw somewhere – that Ursay's made interviews last 12 hours. They must have taken naps. Never heard of anything <laughs> like that. It's ridiculous. And uh, I have no idea who they're going to hire. It's down to three people at Arizona, two defensive coordinators, and I can't even remember the other one. Oh, Mike Kafka. And you know what? I remember Texans loved Kafka, just not as much as they loved D'Amico. He's been a coordinator one year. They told me he was real really impressive so it, it, it you know they could hire a butt kicker like brian flores and that story last week in uh Barst- barstool sports that they were having a hard time getting a coach because people didn't want to work for kyler murray that with him because of his study habits i just wow that blew me away mm-hmm. but uh if they want a a a butt kicker, that would be Brian Flores. Yeah. So I'm going to say you're, that uh, that's for real. We won't see an offensive coordinator with no experience. Yep. Wink Martindale is the favorite for the Colts job right now in Vegas, and Brian Flores is the favorite for the Arizona job. And, of course, the other three, Frank Reich, offensive guy, but a retread head coach. I don't mean that as an insult. He's said, you know, re- Sean Payton, repeat head coach. Frank Reich, repeat head coach. And obviously, D'Amico Ryans is a defensive coordinator right now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, next one, John. Aaron Rodgers is basically campaigning at this point to get traded from the Packers. For real or Fugazi? That's for real. It looks like he wants to be gone. You know, if he goes to the Jets and he's got the New York media in New Jersey writing and covering him compared to the Green Bay media, it's going to be a different world. And he's such a head case anyway. Some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth is just preposterous if he actually believes it. He's either 39 or he's going to turn 39. You got to pay him almost $60 million. Would you give up 
two number ones for him because as he he always he could retire after one season. Are they going to mm-hmm. extend his contract to lower the figure salary cap figure? It's just so many issues there. He's building a home outside Nashville where all the stars live. And a lot of people in the NFL are building homes there. And uh, uh, But he doesn't mean he wants to be traded to the Titans. And so uh, he, he is definitely campaigning, and his platform is his weekly appearance with Pat McAfee. Yep, no doubt. <clears throat> All right, John, next one. The Pro Bowl games were awesome. It's the wave of the future. For real or Fugazi? Fugazi. I know I have to be honest. I didn't watch any of it. Uh, that probably, John, that's probably the answer to the question right there. <laughs> like, I uh, Well, I'll tell you, that's not true. I was at Gallery Furniture before an event that Mattress Mac had uh, with fans, and I went in one of the rooms with all the TVs to watch University of Houston playing at Temple. And they had the Pro Bowl on, and I stood there till they could change it, and I watched it, and the only thing I thought good about it was that they weren't wearing helmets, that people could see the players. Instead of just being numbers on game day, they could actually see their faces. And But I thought, I looked at that crowd, and I thought, you are in Las Vegas, and you're wasting a day watching this BS, which is what Josh Jacobs called it. But, hey, it's going to be great to see what the numbers are on the viewers. You know, what if it's more in baseball, basketball, and and uh, hockey, which the Pro Bowl always gets. It will be. Out of curiosity, it will be, John, just his first time around. I don't know if it will be going forward. Uh, probably doesn't help that Miles Garrett is hurting his toe on an obstacle course and that whole thing. That was, that's kind of silly. Um, all right, last two, John, non-football. Kyrie Irving is just misunderstood, for real or Fugazi? Fugazi, <laughs> the guy is one of the most selfish, self-centered nincompoops I've ever seen. He thinks the world's flat and uh, he's not a team guy. And boy, Doncic, I just, Doncic, I, he's a great player. Love watching him play, but now he's got a ball hog in there. Mark Cuban, I was surprised he did that deal. Irving's 30. He's quit on his team before he'll quit on him again. Yep. Agreed. Last one, John. Beyonce broke the record for Grammys. She won her 32nd Grammy. She is the biggest star ever. From the city of Houston, for real or Fugazi? Mm, let me think a second. I'm thinking of actors and uh, boy, Jim Parsons was the uh, great football players. I'll say it's for real. I, yeah. I, I love Beyonce. She came here the hard way up with her parents and her dad guiding her career. And uh, she has done, she's the queen bee. She's the queen bee, John. Yep. And she's, hey, she's bigger than her husband. She is, and he's pretty damn big. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, no, that's good for her. 32 Grammys. Easy on the eyes, too. Nice. Uh, All right, John, what do you got going on on your various platforms? Um, I'm going to have a column on uh, Sports Radio 610's website about uh, what the veteran players talked about, D'Amico and how much they liked him. I've talked to a couple more and, and how fired up all of them are. And on gallerysports.com, I've got videos and columns from the weekend when I was at the TriStar show. And I'm going to have one uh, tomorrow. I wanted a player who played in the first pro uh, Super Bowl 
Donnie Anderson, a great running back at Texas Tech, who played for Lombardi and the Packers. I'm interviewing him about that experience of that Super Bowl and playing for Vince Lombardi. I have a prediction column on Friday, and then uh, on Thursday I'll have a Hall of Fame column, and uh, then I'll have another one on Sports Radio 610 Thursday in which I talk about all the things that Amico Ryan's needs to be successful as the Texans coach. Busiest man in sports, John McClain, the general, the Hall of Famer, joining me each and every week. John, I look forward to a little mailbag episode later this week with you. Sean, I do too. It's always a lot of fun. I want to thank everybody who comes on the Utopia podcast and checks us out. Absolutely. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. If you want to send us an email, if you're listening, you want to send us a question or a comment, to our email address, it's houmailbag at gmail.com. That's houmailbag at gmail.com. Big thanks to Figgy Fig for getting the podcast out to each and every one of you. A reminder that if you're just downloading this on a one-off and you want to make sure you get this each time it drops, hit that subscribe button and it'll come to your phone or your computer or whatever device it is you use to listen to podcasts. You'll get it as soon as it drops each and every week, two episodes a week in the off-season except when warranted, like last Friday when they hired D'Amico Ryans. John and I are not afraid to do a, uh, an emergency, a bonus episode, if you will, of the podcast. So hit that subscribe button. If you want to give us a five-star review if you think we deserve it, we like that as well. But uh, anywhere you get your podcast, you can get the Utopia Football Podcast. For the General John McClain, I'm Sean Pendergast. We are out of time. We will see you later this week for a mailbag edition of the Utopia Football Podcast. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening, everybody. 